0: Yep, you can hear it. All right. Take it away, Matty B. We're live. So,
1: guys. This is podcast number three. We're excited to be here today. Um, it's unusual. Uh, my boy, H-Double, had to put in some work to secure the back, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so we're right here recording around 6.20 his time, 5.20 my time. Oh, hopefully later tonight um, with all that good stuff. But yeah. Uh, topics, we're going to talk about Olympics, recap, NFL, Hall of Fame. Maybe it's to MLB if we have time. Probably not. It's going to be a little bit shorter. Episode. Uh, but that's kind of what's on the docket today. Any news or anything you have?
0: Uh just excited to keep this going. I do actually have some news though. I think uh, you might have been prompting me. We will, well, technically we already started it and upload the first two episodes, but we started our own for the the visual uh, podcast, you know, that goes on YouTube. We decided to start our own channel for it instead of uploading it to My other channel I have, uh, we decided that it'd be better to just have this for its own channel. So you should go subscribe to that. I'll have the links uh, through the Spotify, through the Apple podcast, and we'll obviously probably post about it, if not tonight, then tomorrow. So, yeah, go subscribe to that. Uh, If you want to see us on YouTube, you got to go subscribe to that that channel because it's the only channel we'll be on. So we made a a no-notes podcast channel. So a little bit of news for you guys, but I'm just excited to be here filming the third episode, you know. We almost maybe missed a, a consistent schedule. Uh, we were close to missing today, but luckily we're, we has, we have enough time to squeeze in a definitely a shorter podcast, which we've wanted to do anyway. So just excited to keep it going. And yeah, we're definitely in a, a like right now is a time kind of dry area for sports uh, because there's no basketball, no football yet. Um, the Olympics are over now. I mean, at least in America, you know, MLS, but I don't even know if that's going on, honestly, but that's not too popular. Uh, and then there's baseball, but I mean, you know, not as much has happened in baseball, really. So we and there's no playoffs yet, still, so we can't really talk about too much. So a little bit of a dry spell, but we'll just we're here to still just talk, have fun, and yeah, mm-hmm. uh, go ahead, Matty B, lead us into the the first topic. I'm ready.
1: Yeah, to go. Uh, just saying, Emily, um, it's not the playoff time yet. So agree with Charles. It's a lot of action. And then the Summer League just started.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, uh, that is true. I
1: mean, it's Summer League, so it's kind of like whatever. Um, but, yeah, in the Olympics, um, overall, I thought it was pretty good for what it was or what it could have been. I think it's a little more desired because I wish fans would have been there. I know COVID was starting to um, pop up a lot in Tokyo Um, would have been Mm -hmm. nice to have fans there but overall I thought the athletes did a great job performing they gave us some really memorable things um we've gained a lot on health thanks to Simone Biles trying to figure that stuff out um you know team USA gold women and um and on top of that, the US did win the medals. They won, no count, 113 medals, I think. Yeah, I pulled they up. They also won gold medals as well as 39, beating China, and they won on the last day as well. So I know. overall, I would say if you're an American and the USA, it was a good Olympics. I don't know what you said.
0: Yeah, it was a, uh, for me personally, Olympics I watched uh, a, a good amount of it it was a lot of fun it was great to to see you know uh the Olympics back um obviously we missed it last year and you know this year for you know a little bit obviously it looked like it may not happen because of the the, the spike kind of in COVID cases especially around Tokyo but luckily they were able to still make it happen and I was talking with my uh my roommate about it, Charlie, when on opening ceremonies, we were like, you know, man, one thing that could bring all the countries, you know, and the world together is sports. <laughs> and, you know, because it was like so cool to see all the the countries, you know, in opening ceremonies walk out and have their flag and, you know, get announced. And it just shows you how many countries there really are. And it's just, it, sh- it also shows how special the Olympics are and how, you know, it, it is a really, fun event. And it's a really, you know, popular worldwide event because it involves all the countries and there's nothing like winning a medal, you know, especially the gold. And it feels great that the USA was able to take home the most amount of medals and all gold, silver, and bronze beating out China by one. They got 39 golds. Uh, it was, yeah, I'm super uh, proud to be an American. Uh, they performed really well. There were some great great uh events that happened some great finishes some great races and this is the the first olympics i've really like in-depthly watched and the real ones in 2016 i watched a little bit of the events but i still never watched that much and especially not in 2012 and 08 and 04 never you know never watched those really at all so this was, was like the first olympics that i really dove in and watched and I'm really glad I did because there was a lot of uh, a lot of fun events and it was it was definitely something to do whenever you know like after you know you got off work or something or after you, you were just want to relax, you could just turn on the TV and there were so oh, many different options of events to watch and it was great. And uh, I actually uh, didn't know this was a an Olympic sport, but uh, my other roommate Sam and I watched this a couple of days ago, one of the last days, but Olympic race walking. And it's exactly what it sounds like. They were just like speed walking, pretty much. And I, I couldn't believe that was actually a sport, like an Olympic yeah. sport. And I was it, like, man, It
1: like they're about, looks like they're about ready to like crap their pants or hold in a poop. That's pretty much what I described. It, it was,
0: it was such a long uh, race, too. I, I don't know the exact distance, but it was a long race. <laughs> uh, it showed. I, we, I, we didn't actually watch it live. It was a replay of it, so it kind of showed the recap and the events. But we couldn't believe that it was like actually you know going on and we were like man this is crazy and it seemed it was a pretty long race because I remember they were going for a couple hours and I also saw if you get a you know flag three times for probably improper form aka what's not considered a walk you have to sit out for like a couple minutes I think because we saw that happen live like you have to go off to the side and like you know like a penalty you have to sit you know and like everyone passes you but yeah might be my favorite sport of the Olympics now because it's the only be the one I can I could compete in.
1: Yeah, so there's two. So there's um, the 20k, which is 12.4 miles race and that's for men and women. And then there's the 50k, which is a 31 mile race walk, and that's for men only. Dude, so. 31
0: miles—that's more than a marathon. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's crazy. You know what's sad though? Those guys walking. Uh, they could be faster than me running. Well, if I'm sprinting, no. But like, like a normal normal run, you know, that could be faster. Because I've heard these Olympic walkers actually are really fast. Like it's pretty fast. <laughs> but
1: uh, I actually really enjoyed. it not my favorite event is probably their – I love watching water polo and like the track, or they call them athletic event, whatever they're called. Like watching those. Um, yeah. Trash, the, event so of, the one that I watched was on, Saturday. it was the marathon. And there's actually a documentary about the guy who won't name is Kenya. Um, but the, the, the documentary is called Breaking Two. And it's where a guy tries to break two hours for the marathon, which that's freaking crazy. But yeah, I've heard, of, I've, heard that,
0: uh, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. That uh, documentary, and I remember when I was, you know, more into running the pace. I was like into pace and stuff. I remember looking it up one day, and it's like four, somewhere in the fours. That's all I know for twenty-six miles. That's insane. Yeah, I, can't even, totally. I can't even run under a, a five-minute mile. Just one, like I, I, I haven't been able to ever. I, right? I don't have the, the capability to do that. And this guy can do it for twenty-six. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, one under five for me i already get tired and i'm like oh this freaking sucks but to... it kind of goes into his life how he kind of got into racing and what he does and like he has a world record of two hours and one minute yeah but his breaking two um it did happen in 2019 he broke uh, that didn't count because of like like the race condition, but but he said every one of as um you know the Im- humans can do possible, so don't do possible but possible, and that 's what he says he goes i 'm always trying to make the impossible possible but it makes me, and I thought that was super cool he's a super honest, humble guy, and' awesome yeah. and it was, it was a really good race. Um, there was an American named Galen Ruff actually in it. It um, was about, I want to say like 15 or 16 miles in going sub five, of course. Um, and there was about a group of like maybe 10 or 12 of the like top athletes, you know, kind of the ones who were going for gold. And Kipchoge was in the front and he got a little ticked American, I think if he was like really close to him or something, he sent to him. And then after that, he just dropped the hammer, and I believe he won by like two minutes. So like, from the 16-mile mark to the 26-mile mark, <laughs> his lead just growing. The only reason why it stopped growing was because he crossed the finish line. But yeah. when you, it was effortless, it was beautiful, and I've actually listened to him. Um, I'm a Nike uh, member, like a Nike Plus member, Right. and there was, there was an event with him actually, and he talked about um, you know, you get on a zoom call with him and there was actually, he talked about mentally, how do marathon runners keep going after, I mean, after 10 months, you're just like, this is monotonous, right? Or, or during your training, how do you keep going? And he talked to us about that and talked about us with like eating and, and how, how eating goes. And then, but then he also talked about life lessons and all of us are going to be Olympic champions. all of us are going to be marathon champions. Most of us are just going but we can still be champions in our own right, even though we're not necessarily at the top of this. That. And that was really cool. And, and something that I think is really awesome. I follow him on Instagram. I think everyone should know well. his name, is Kipchoge. It's like K I P C O G E, I think. Kipchoge, I think. Anyway, let's we'll search that up and, and you'll find it. His name is Ulid. E-L-U-I-D. He's from Kenya, so you'll see him. He has a lot of yeah. followers. Um, it was awesome. And it's the way that they, like, came after the race, too, like, they all had a good job. I mean, for 26.2 miles. I mean, in the first place guy, all the way down to, like, the 50th guy, finished, they were all so happy, you know, which I thought was awesome. And like you said, it brings everyone together. I think the Olympics are great and I'm glad it's bringing everyone together. I think that's exactly what we need right now.
0: Yeah, that's uh, something that they, you know, in the opening ceremonies, they really tried to, you know, like, you know, discuss and kind of address about, like, and they did, like, uh, some, you know, I don't know exactly what it was, but it was some Japanese, uh, I don't know if you watched the opening ceremonies, but it was some Japanese, uh, like, kind of dance, almost team, but they did, like, this this dance, almost, and it was meant to be, like, a, like, bringing the world together, you know, and, like, peace in the world. And I, I mean, I've, I didn't really understand the dance, but, you know, I still thought, like, them getting a, a message out there of, like, trying to, you know, bring peace to the world is, I thought, was really great. And because, obviously, all the countries were there. I mean, only a select number of uh, people from the countries, but they were all there in, you know, one area. And, you know, everyone watching. So, like, it was really good. Um, I was going to say... Going though to uh my so what what would you like the the water polo, would you you say is like your favorite event probably to watch?
1: Either water flow or um that they're called athletic,
0: I like I'd say. Right. I think mine or, is or
1: basketball. Or basketball, probably those
0: I really really uh agree to, to like uh watching sand volleyball.
1: I thought Ooh, that, was that was cool.
0: 2v2. Two V two. That's yeah. really good. Um, I also, there's a, it's like intense like kayaking basically, but they have to go through like, you know, little targets and it's like rapid water and they have to like, oh, yeah. that looks that looks cool. really fun. Like really, really cool too. But I'd still say that the number one overall favorite for me and it's it's been my favorite. It's the one I watched in 2016 and even a little bit of 2012, but it's the classic uh, swimming. Like it's, I love swimming races. It's so fun. Cause like, especially the, whenever it's like, you know, coming to the last stretch, like the last 25 meters probably. And there's like three guys who could all take gold and they're just like swimming as hard as they can. You could see them all. And it's, I, I just love the swimming. It's so fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. Swimming is good. I, I, have you know, I have swimmers in my family and all kind of stuff and I've been to several meets and I'm just like, Oh, it kind of sucks to watch, but it's different during the Olympics because you see, like, different angles. So you see underneath the pool because they have those cameras. Mm-hmm. You see on top of the pool.
0: Yeah, the, I love the top the,
1: the angle. Uh, the thing for me, the reason why I think swimming isn't higher for me, it's not as exciting as it's possibly best to watch. And it's something that we watch religiously in our households. And what I did this, this year, too, I tried to watch as much as possible because yeah. I really like K. I I thought he was amazing. Um, but I wish. See how much effort they were giving during the swim. And The reason why I say that is because we don't know how much they're breathing because all we see is water and splashing and all that stuff. The only why it's not higher for me. But other than that, I mean, intensity is there. The competition is there. The angles are good. Super close. Dramatic. I mean, it's yeah. it's, all, it's what you want in the sports.
0: Yeah, it is. It, it, I feel like it really defines Olympics you know like just i mean of course they all have their own purpose but when i think of the olympics i think of swimming that's the first thing for me personally that comes to mind you know
1: yeah i like i think of track because we always do yeah track track is very you know track
0: is is basically swimming but it's on your your feet you know not the water Mm -hmm. it's basically the same thing though uh but you can do a little more with track obviously because you have the ability to but you know like Mm -hmm. high jump you know you know hurdles uh Long jumps, etc.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Uh, hammer, javelin, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, be all top that good uh, stuff. Shot,
0: shot put. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I say now, though, um, we jump into it because the Olympics are, unfortunately, they're over, which sucks. But, uh, you know, something that did just happen, in, you know, this past weekend that uh, we also got to, you know, if you watched it, you know, but the – NFL Hall of Fame ceremony for the 2021 uh, elections. Ele- whatever, the people who got elected, I don't know how to say that. The, the people who were elected into the Hall of Fame, they were celebrated. And I personally, I'm gonna have to look at the whole list. I just know the two off the top of my head, the three off the top of my head are Peyton Manning, Megatron, and uh, maybe that's all I know actually.
1: There Troy Paulamalu. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: I thought I remember seeing Troy Paul You know, I'm not even gonna say his name. I'm so bad pronouncing. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but uh, I remember seeing that. But I thought maybe it was just like because his trophy was so good because of his hair. I thought maybe it was from like a throwback, like a couple years ago. So I wasn't sure if it was this year. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. That hair, though the head, the head commercials. Oof, the head and shoulders commercials. Those are good. Okay, so Charles Woodson.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, in them up right
0: now. <laughs> I'm sorry, we didn't prepare. I mean, Matt should have been prepared because he's he's been here, but I I just got here, so I have a reason. Okay, to not
1: be so prepared. here's here's the uh, class. 20 because they did 2020 on Saturday and 2021 on uh, on Sunday. Well, I actually
0: didn't. Uh, I actually did not know that. So thank you for filling me in uh, on that. I probably just get yeah. false. I get false news. <laughs> no, you're good.
1: So um, there was Steve Atwater, Isaac Bruce, Earl Carmichael, Jimbo Covert, Bill Cower, Bobby Dylan, Cliff Harris, Winston Hill, Steve Hutchinson. Edgar and James, Jimmy Johnson, Alice Cross, Troy Polamalu, Steve Sabol, Donnie Schell, Duke Slater, Max Speedy, Ed Springle, Taglia and George Young. The ones we know is gonna be running back for the the Rams. Uh Jimmy Johnson was coca Um Cowboys when they won in the nineties, and then Troy Polamalu. And right. then the next day, um it was uh, Alan Fenneca, Tom Flores, John Inch, who I believe is the owner of the Falcons right now, I believe, uh, Bill Nunn, Drew Pearson, and Charles Woodson. So, wow, and man. the reason why they did um, the, the other, the, the uh, was 20. Hall of Fame inductees because it was the class of 2020. They did Mm -hmm. 20 for 20. That's why they did that. That's why there was more in in Troy Polamalu's class than there was in Hastings' class. Right.
0: Yeah, so initial impressions off of uh, that. You know, my football knowledge isn't, in terms of history, isn't the greatest. So a lot of those names I I really don't know um, that well obviously, you know, the ones that I know of, I'm sure, I'm sure most people like whoever's listening to this podcast probably knows these names too, if you're into sports, but like, I'm happy for them that, you know, that they're able to, you know, get the the jacket and have the, you know, the sculpture of them uh, made for them. I remember, uh, you know, Paint Manning, who is, who's definitely, he's a S tier in terms of uh, being a jokester. I think he was commenting about how big they made his forehead on the sculpt, his sculpture or something like that. Because <laughs> he's got you know the the huge head. Um and he also was talking about how uh since you know him and Eli are doing a couple like virtual uh games they were talking he's talking about how like ESPN didn't want him in the booth because his big head and neck couldn't fit. <laughs> so he was making jokes like that. I'm pretty sure I heard that. But yeah I mean it's it's really you know the Hall of Fame is so you know prestigious in any sport and so you know being you know especially a first bout hall of famer uh it's you know quite an honor very deserving uh you know from the the guys i know i'll just name them off peyton manning calvin johnson at least from the 2021 class absolutely deserving of hall of fame um if the lions didn't you know screw calvin johnson over he probably would have had a, a better career honestly because uh I guess that was a uh you know, a downward spiral to <laughs> how that all played out. But uh yeah, I just you know it's uh well deserving and I'm glad that it happened. Uh what do you guys say about it? You know, what are like I
1: was good. Um I actually listened to Calvin Jackson before Hall of Fame speech. Um I listened to a podcast called the Pat McAfee Show. Um, used to be a punter for the Indianapolis Colts. Super funny. Um, his podcast is um, it's pretty good. If you don't like this one, that's okay. Listen to his; cause it's really funny. Um, but he had him had Calvin Johnson and He's actually a really cool dude, um, and he he would agree that the lines didn't. Um, Kind of dig the respect he deserved to the very end, and that's kind of why he retired early and, and all his other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really, really cool about speech. Um, talking about, you know, kind of, you know, how he grew up and, and just his life. And he's a really, really interesting. And then Peyton Manning obviously had jokes. Uh, I thought it was funny because um, Tom Brady. Was- yeah, Peyton- I, I saw that. I'm going to be there for you. And then Eli Manning said, don't worry, Tom, i have a seat for you, which is funny because um, Tom Brady lost to Eli Manning. Which is what, so it's just kind of fun that all these guys who are – who are, or maybe you might have beef on the field and come together to support one another. And, and I think that's what's
0: – Yeah. Awesome.
1: I, that's cool about the Hall of Fame is it doesn't matter whether you were enemies on the field, by each other, whatever – if you all have that same jacket, it just makes you a brotherhood. And I think think that's something that's really special.
0: Yeah. And Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, have, I mean, maybe, you know, on the field when they played with each other, wasn't like a, there was definitely, you know, a rival rivalry. But like, you know, they've had a good relationship like off since, you know, Manning retired. And like,
1: you know, they are
0: like close. And, you know, so it makes sense that you invite them, you know, to the, to be one of his guests. Uh, but uh, I think it's funny because I, I also had seen something that uh, Tom Brady is still mad at uh, Peyton Manning uh, for the last time he played in the 2016 um, AFC, was it AFC uh, championship Game. Yep. And uh, the Broncos won. And apparently Tom Brady is still mad about that. <laughs> that's just, that's just like who they are. They give each other a lot of crap, he, but it's all—it's all friends, you know. Jokes. I again. wouldn't
1: say he's mad. I—I I assume it's probably just a, oh, like you know, because you never want to lose, you know, especially to like a friend, right? It's like kind of like you and I, whether we play in fantasy basketball or real basketball, type of sport, we don't really want to lose to each other. There's
0: extra—there's extra, the there's extra day, motivation you know, for us to win.
1: Yeah, but at the end of the day, we're still best friends, and kind of, I think that's the same thing with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, yeah. like. Tom wants to be Peyton, Peyton wants to be Tom. And well, we still say, Congrats, I'm rooting for you the next day. Oh so I
0: think... Yeah,
1: and and it's kinda of fun too, because Tom Brady has said that he trade two or three one of them off the man's finger, the one when it was the perfect season. So that's kind of fun that they still kind of banter about that. And and yeah. I think that's awesome because we finally the human side of these athletes because we think Oh, they're athletes, they're so much different. And oh, they joke and they and they get mad, they get angry, they have emotions like us, and it kind of makes human life, which is awesome.
0: Yeah, it really is. And uh what's yours, yeah, so uh isn't so Charles Woodson and Tom Brady are I thought they were friends too, if I remember right.
1: Yeah, because they both and, a mission. And I
0: believe uh wasn't uh, Charles Woodson the one who uh, sacked Brady, but it was the tuck rule. If I, I believe, if I recall, yeah, I believe so. Which, uh, I mean, we, we don't have to get into that the tuck rule, but <laughs> I'll just say it was, it was BS. I don't know, actually. I was, I that's too old. I don't really remember, but I do remember specifically when Charles Woodson and Tom Brady got together. I'm pretty sure he asked him about it, and Tom Brady was like, uh, I don't know. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> and I thought that was funny. So like, yeah, another one of, you know, you know, Tom Brady, who's considered the GOAT, you know, he's probably, I mean, everyone who was in the hall of fame classes, I'm sure he, you know, talked with and has huge respect for, you know, like, and that's the thing about you said, it's it's like a brotherhood. Um, Whenever, you know, like game recognized game, you know, in a sense that's, you know, Uh, and you know, especially that high level of a game to be in the hall of fame, it's really, you know, it's own elite class. And so it's just like, you just have so much respect, you know, and it's not even just for the NFL, it's for the other sports, how much respect the, the great players have for each other, you know, especially when you played against them, you know, in that era. So it's, yeah, it seems like there's a lot of, you know, legends in this, these hall of fame classes and, uh. Isn't John Lynch – yeah, the G, you said the GM of the Broncos, right, I believe?
1: Oh, Broncos, right. I said Duncan. Yeah, Bronco. that's, that's Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. I just remember that because uh, I
0: have just heard his name a lot in terms of, like, them trying to draft a quarterback and they can't seem yeah. to find one. <laughs> After Peyton Manning, at least. Yeah, so John Lynch is a Hall of, Fame, uh, Hall of Fame player, but I don't know if he's a Hall of Fame GM. Uh, not at this rate. I don't know. They did win a Super Bowl, though. With uh, Paint Manning at QB, but, uh, well, I don't know. Ever since then, it's, it's been, you know, downhill for the Broncos. And I'm, that leads me to – I'm super excited to talk about football when it gets into full swing because there's going to be a lot of good, especially, you know, these Mondays after uh, Sunday football. Uh, when We talk about the recap of the games. It's going to be great.
1: Yeah, the one <laughs> I'm excited for is week four because that's when the Buccaneers go play the Patriots in Foxborough. So that'll Uh-oh. be really interesting to see. Um, but speaking of playing football, we actually did have a game on Thursday. Yeah, with the Cowboys. Um, to celebrate the Hall of it whole thing. was um, not very good football, <laughs> um, but we had a game. Um, and the thing is, you can't be upset with these guys. They've only had days to practice, so I mean, yeah. it's not their fault. And 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 I've been listening to a lot of other podcasts and reading up and stuff. The Hall of Fame game's more just a ceremonial game. It's not. Yeah, that's like, what I was uh, gonna
0: say.
1: You know, it's not like a, oh, we need to do like it's the first preseason game for everyone. It's it's a ceremonial game. Yeah, we'll have one game and, than everyone else preseason. And the Steelers won nineteen to three, but you can't really put like you can't really put any weight in preseason like the year the Lions went own sixteen they won the preseason. Yeah.
0: So I like, just <laughs> You know, uh, I, just a early analysis, uh, the Cowboys are screwed if Dak ever gets hurt again. <laughs> uh, anyways, though, uh, yeah, I, I feel like people don't really, you know, the only thing they care about during the preseason is uh, their fantasy football draft, probably, and uh, researching, you know, if their guys who they want to draft maybe played in the preseason and how they looked in the preseason. But besides that, people don't care about the preseason. And then as soon but as soon as week one hits, it's just gonna, you know, go from like you know, pretty much zero to a hundred and everyone's just gonna get like boom ready. But the preseason, it's you know, not a you know, obviously it's for teams to kind of get a look at all the players and it's really just kind of like you know, getting the the offense down, defense down. So, but it is exciting that uh, the preseason has officially started and then technically week one starts Thursday. Um, so that'll be be fun, you know, and opening day is only 30 days away, right? If it's the ninth, and
1: then yeah, 30 and, days. Yeah, and for preseason, there's only three games this year because that's what they decided to do is three preseason games but then 17 game schedules for this year. So I think that's good. I think, honestly, you only need about two, maybe three preseason games
0: just right. because
1: I know a lot of veterans don't really like it because you know, they don't matter games. But to someone, let's say like you and I are on a practice squad, those games matter. That's how you. Oh okay, yeah, someone. you're fighting for. So you're in, you're fighting for a roster spot, and so yeah. I think three games is the perfect amount. We'll see how the seventeen game schedule goes.
0: Um, I, uh, I just want to ask though, real quick, because uh, you brought it up, if uh, we were to to play football competitively and we were on a practice squad, what positions would I would I be? I know you'd probably be a, a field goal kicker, but what would I be?
1: Oh good question. I would say you'd be on special teams, my guy. Special
0: teams. (laughs) Like what on special teams? A little more specific. (laughs) Uh
1: the holder. I'd I'd say no, 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 no. No. You'd be just one of the guys they say, hey, I just want you to go full speed, hit someone, that's your role. I don't care what it is, you hit someone. say the punt team. You're there. I'm
0: on 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 the punt team, man. I mean, yeah, hey. so
1: you're on punt team and kickoff duty. That's what you're doing.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: hey, but but players like Matthew Slater hey. on the Patriots, he's revered for his special team. But most of the time, those guys that are on special teams are well, on there to just be all, bodies.
0: All I say is you would be probably the, I guess, I don't know. I don't even think they have like a backup punter, but like, I you'd be like the, you know the the punter who would, if the the field goal kicker got I remember this happened once like a couple years ago if it, the kicker the normal kicker got injured you'd be the emergency kicker <laughs> which I am normally is the punter I'm pretty sure and they do emergency if like it happens the day of and they don't have you know time to sign anyone they'll have the emergency yeah. emergency kicker that'd be you
1: usually usually it's the pun but um what they do do is <laughs> do do um uh, but what what does happen is sometimes like the second kicker or whatever holder, or the punter will be the holder of the kicker. So that's how
0: that can go. So yeah, that that you'll be along those lines. Then that's that'd be your rule. But I think it'd be kind of fun to see you play. Uh, uh, I think it'd be fun to see you play cornerback uh, or or safety.
1: i <laughs> the only thing you
0: only thing you're fast. the only thing you're you're fast. The only thing you're missing is a little bit of you know some meat on these bones. I feel like receivers could just push you out of the way.
1: <laughs> oh, they're way too fast for me. And quarterback, I just get freaking slaughtered. So, uh, kicker's the way to go. you use millions of dollars to kick a ball. Granted, it is high pressure situation, and people want you to be almost perfect. But it's great. So that that's what I'd be. I'd be kicker, and I'm okay with that.
0: Hey man, that's you. You, you know your role. That's all I'm saying. Uh yeah. yeah my role. I would say though. uh That wraps up uh, the third episode of the No Notes podcast. As we said, definitely a little shorter than the last two. So you should watch it fully this time because we made it like 30 minutes shorter. (laughs) So, yeah. um, Like we said, you know, these podcasts for the next couple of months might be a little shorter because of, uh, you know, there's not much going on in the sports world. um, Besides, like, yeah, NBA Summer League and you know, baseball, but it's not like, you know, intense baseball yet. There's no playoffs. So the episodes will be a little shorter. We're hoping, you know, to get a guest uh, next couple episodes. That's the hope at least. Uh, if not though, I mean, we'll just keep going us too. We can roll with it. But if we have a guest on, that'd be really cool because it'd be a different kind of flow in terms of how the podcast goes, you know, different style. So Looking forward to that, and yeah, this will be uploaded onto YouTube, and then the audio version still on Spotify and Apple. Make sure you go check them out. And Maddie B, you got any closing comments as we wrap it up? Um,
1: everyone, have a good rest of your week. Thank for listening. Well, we'll
0: see them on Friday. So.
1: Well, no, no, that's why I said we were thankful for them. Have a great through week. Okay. So okay. Friday. On Friday,
0: okay, there you go.
1: Because then Friday, we're gonna get back at it. <laughs> we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna review what's happened this Thursday, and then we're gonna make sure they have a great time for the weekend. And uh, um, this week, I will be rapping on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So who yes. knows? I might have a three or two to
0: Good tell luck. you. So I, yeah, hope, uh, so who I knows. hope. I hope uh, you get yelled at. <laughs>
1: thank you Charles appreciate it so like I said I might have some stories or two but we just say thank you for listening thank you for all listeners whether you've listened to one minute of our podcast two minutes the whole thing we're great for you and thank you guys so much
0: yeah thank you guys it means a lot so we'll see you later we're heading out peace